Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, we're going to be talking about Jesus. Jesus is preparing us for his return. He wants us to know him. And so that's what we're doing. We're getting to know Jesus. He's giving us revelation knowledge, showing us who he is. So on that day, when we stand before him, he doesn't say, away from me, I never knew you. So he doesn't have to say, away from me, I never knew you. He wants to teach us his way isn't hard. Isn't hard to follow him. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are good. We thank you that you're teaching us that you love us. We thank you that you want us to know you. We give you all the praise and all the glory in your name. So he was saying this to me, your wish is my command. And I know I've heard him say that before. And so I kind of was just letting it go. And then all of a sudden he just really got my attention. He said, your wish is my command. And so I started questioning him, what are you talking about, Lord? And he led me to John 15, 7. I want to read this to you. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will, and it will be done for you. Whatever you wish. Now, this is past calling those things to be not as though they were, asking and then getting. Now he's saying, whatever you wish. You don't even have to ask for it. Just wish it. That's happened to me a couple times already in my life where I never even asked. It was just one of those desires before he gave me my little Yorkie. He said, those who delight in the Lord, I give the desires of of their heart. And it was a surprise. I didn't know what he was going to give me. I said, I delight in you, Lord. And he said, I know I do. I know you do. And I was surprised for you. He likes to surprise us. And you know what? I didn't even know that scripture existed. I had to go look it up. He speaks his word to us. We know it's him talking to us when it is his word. It matches what he says in his word. And there's countless other times where I didn't ask and he just did. And so there is actually an if, if you notice. It says, if you live in me, if you abide vitally united to me and my words remain in you and continue in your hearts, and you can ask whatever you will, I'll be done for you. And so when we remain in him, that means when we stay in union with him, we don't even have to ask. All we have to do is wish, have that desire. When we're in agreement with him, when we have let him prune us, we're going to get to that place where we are just remaining in him. He's remaining in us. In Revelation 3.20, he said that, that he's knocking on the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he would come in and live on the inside of you. When we're in agreement with him, he lives on the inside of us. And then the rest of what John is saying in John 15, it says, I am the vine and my father is a vine dresser. Any branch are the beginning of John 15, I meant. Any branch in me that does not bear fruit, that stops bearing, he cuts away, trims off, takes away, and he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit, to make it bear more and richer, more excellent fruit. You are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I've given you. The teachings I have discussed with you dwell in me, and I will dwell in you, live in me, and I will dwell in you, just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding and being vitally united to the vine, 
Neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much abundant fruit. So he gets you to that place where you remain in him by letting him prune you, letting him get the dead, the unbelief, all the things out of your life that are not good. Then you get to that place where you're just in total agreement with him, and then you can wish. That is his objective, to get us there and to bear much fruit and even more abundant fruit. And so he he works with us a little at a time. Of course, he's kind and he's gentle, and he works with us just a little bit at a time. So if a person, here's the scary part in verse 6, if a person does not dwell in me, he's thrown out like a broken branch, and withers and such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire, and they are burned. And so we got to make that choice. Are we going to dwell in him, or are we not? And the best part, of course, if you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you, right? My words remain in you. That means you put his word in your heart. You speak his word. You meditate his word. You enjoy his word. You agree with him. That's delighting yourself in the Lord. And then you don't even have to ask. He's just going to give you the desires of your heart. He showed me in my life how many times all I did is wish something. He knows what you're wishing. He knows your heart. And then he's going to do that thing for you because you abide in him. I remember one day when I got on the treadmill and um, right before I used the restroom and there was blood um, in the toilet and, and he told me what was happening is when I asked him, he said I was passing a kidney stone. And I asked him, where not there a pain with that? I've done this twice before. And he said, is it okay with you that I took the pain? So he knew, he knows that I don't like pain. None of us do. But he knows that I can believe him for no pain. So he stepped out in front of me. Verse 8, when you bear and produce much fruit, my Father is honored and glorified, and you show and prove yourself to be true followers of mine. That's the other part of it. That's the part he wants us to do, is to prove that he is good. And when we receive from him, when he gives us the desires of our heart, when we ask and it's done, when we wish and it just happens and he can't wait, that's what he was saying. Your wish is my command. Just wish it. Just ask it, right? Because you're abiding in me and I'm abiding in you. And so you qualify for these blessings. And so that's what he was saying. Isn't that amazing? It's so amazing. So, and then when this happens, he is glorified. It brings glory to the Father when we're showing that we are true disciples of his. When you bear much fruit, my Father is honored and glorified that you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. If we're not true followers of him, we don't receive. We just run around in circles like the heathen trying to take care of ourselves. Verse 9, I've loved you just as the Father has loved me. Abide in my love. Continue. This is our instruction now. Continue in his love if you keep my commandments. If you continue to obey my instructions, you will abide in my love and live in it. And just as I have obeyed the Father's commands and live in his love, I have told you these things that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy and gladness may be full of measure and complete to overflowing. So that's how you have joy is you abide, you obey him. 
And then here's the greatest command. My command is that you love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love. No one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friend. And that is seriously the hardest thing to do, is to love others like he loves us. How often do we just want to write somebody off? How often are we just offended and we don't want to love? But he's saying, if you put your will aside, if you love like I have loved you, if you make it your objective to remain in me, and I remain in you. I mean, who had it worse anyway? He did. I mean, if he can forgive after all he went through, which he did, then we can forgive too. And how many times a day? Over and over again. So Jesus said seven times, 77 times a day. So there's no end to love, and love is the greatest command. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is to care what he cares about. And obviously he cares about all of us because he said that the command, the second most important command is to love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as I have loved you. That's what he said. And so that is the objective. That is where you have to make it so you get to the place where you can ask whatever you will. So he says to you, my wish, your wish is my command. Just ask me and I'll do it. Just wish it and see just wish it and see that I might surprise you. We got to take God out of the box we got him in and just let him be God. Just trust him and know that he has good for us. Just let him prune us, get all the debt out of our life so we can live that fairy tale, wonderful life that he wants us to live. And it's not hard if you don't let the enemy come in and control you. Don't let him take over your thinking. Don't medit- let him medit- Don't meditate his lies. Speak to him. Tell him to go. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. Seriously, he is so much greater than the enemy. And when you get up and you just get on your knees right away and just start talking to the Father, start talking to Jesus, and don't let the enemy in, he can't do a thing. Get full of the word. Get full of Jesus. Don't put your eyes or your attention to anything else. And didn't Jesus say that? He said, whatever you pay attention to is what you're going to have more of. If you never said that prayer, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, I'd love to say that prayer with you right now. Remember, Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you're ready to heed his voice, if you're ready to renounce the world, if you're ready to just put everything aside and follow him, then he's going to come and live on the inside of you. But you've got to make that decision. You don't just say a prayer and you get to go to heaven. You have to be engaged with Jesus. Follow the Lamb wherever he goes, and you'll be following him to eternity, and you'll be preparing a way for him. So, Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you would come and live on the inside of us. We are ready to heed your voice. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in your name. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Thank you so much for listening to me.